Find your spot, put it in park, here we go. What is up, everybody? Deaver here alongside my co-host, Bush. Yo, what's up, everybody? The boys are buzzing. Episode 18, back for more. Yes, sir. And also in studio, we have Jimbo. Jim? Hey, everyone. How are we doing? It's good to be back. Another week, another episode. Let's get it rolling. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. A ton of good housekeeping items here to go through, man. Boys are buzzing. Uh, Awesome stuff happening left and right for the free parking crew. Where do we begin? Where do we begin, Bush? Dude, I think we start right off with the uh, 400 follower peak that we hit today. Uh, so a little live off that for that. Not a big deal. Thank you uh, to the loyal, the loyal followers and listeners. Absolutely, man. And then, yo, and then I think we just segue right, <laughs> right into it. Dude. Another huge one, right? Yeah. Uh, presenting sponsor of the podcast. Huh? <laughs> uh, sign us up for that. We are officially partnered with Office Jockeys. They are a Southern based and they are a satirical, basically, you know, the, the cubicle. If you're having a rough day in the cubicle, you pull office jockeys up, you read one of their articles and then dude, you're just, you five minutes later, you find yourself in tears laughing. I mean, these guys are great and it's a perfect way to mesh both of our capabilities between our video content and their writing content. Uh, like I said, in the Instagram post, everybody, there's just, there's, we're just breaking the internet at this point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fantastic articles, basically an article a day. Um, the cool part is you, it just gets it or their articles get you, I guess. Like I, yeah. I, you know, I like, it makes so much sense to me when I read them or I don't know, it's something they I want to say, they, like they're they reading my mind. Thoughts. Yeah. They speak your thoughts and, but they put it in exactly how you would say it. And that's why it's hilarious. <laughs> correct. Correct. I mean, writing's hard, man. Writing's hard. And to put those, I mean, we, we, you know, BS on here or videos or whatever it may be live Instagram live. But for them to put that stuff on paper, as well as push out some awesome comedic content on uh, on social, uh, I'm super excited to link up with these guys and um, just just grow together. So yeah, really fired up for it and um, super super excited. Another big one you've probably seen them here on our social feeds. We had them on the last episode as an interview, but just want to do an official announcement on the podcast. Brandon Hammonds has joined the team as uh, one of our one of the boys, one of the boys. Specifically, an NFL insider, but kind of everything, jack of all trades, and he's been absolutely crushing content for uh, for you guys um, on on Instagram. Ton of videos. We we've, we've gotten to the IGTV realm, um, but the guy's been absolutely fantastic. Um, a big part of how we you know got to 400 in these past couple weeks, and uh, super fired up to have him on the podcast. A ton more, and you know on the uh, on the social feeds. Dees, where do we find this guy? I mean, I mean, where do, where where do we find this guy? I found him beat me on the flag football field at Stockton. That's <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I saw his uh, I saw his one story he had today. He's he's ripping like you know fifty pull ups, drops down. He's like free parking pod, baby. You know this, you know this. And I'm like, I don't want to mess with that guy. But I'm glad he's on my team. <laughs> you should make a diss. You should make a diss video where you're eating 50, 50 McNugs and you're like free parking pod. Yo, actually, quick side note. It was really funny today. So. um I was texting my girl and she's down in Delaware and she, she, there's a store on Main Street that's going out of biz and they're having like a 50% off sale. So I'm like, Hey, you need to go there tonight and you need to go get me as much stuff as you can. I was like, XLs are going to run out quick. We live in an obese America. 
And she goes, she goes, I'm not going tonight. And then my next text was case in point. And it was me at the McDonald's drive through <laughs> Just the classic order. Bush, submit out your order. Like, just like you would. I mean, it takes two seconds. Go ahead. All right. Now, you need to ask me what. Welcome to McDonald's. All right. Ready, ready. Yeah, yep. Yep. Hi, welcome to McDonald's. Uh, can I get your order, please? Uh, yeah. How you doing? Can I do two McDonald's with Big Mac sauce and medium fry and a Sprite with no ice? Tropical berry, please. Every single time. Every, Every single, single time. time. <laughs> and I don't go. I, don't, I never really, I can't even count on my hand the last, the last, you know, how many times I've been there in the past, whatever, year, life, whatever. When you went, you and I went after, I think it was a Flyers and Eagles game recently, I lost it in the passenger seat to that <laughs> order. I lost it because, like, it's almost like when you're at, like, the DMV or or the airport and they're like, what's your birthday? Or, or something, like, a simple question like that. Like, what's your middle name? Like, What's your McDonald's order? And Bush just spits it off against the back of his hand. Yo, I've actually been a number six guy lately, uh, too. That's the uh, 10 oh, Nuggets. Oh, yeah, number six. Right. We all know what that is. Yeah, yeah. So for those of you who don't know what number six is, I mean, we live in an obese America. I'm sure some of our listeners know what a number six is. True. Um, statistically, it just makes sense. True. But a number six is uh, 10 Nuggets, medium fry, and a Coke with ice. It's very Ooh. different from my typical, <laughs> you know me. I love that you. Uh, I love that you mix it up, man. Put some yeah. diversity into your Mickey D's order. I like it. I like it. Dude, where were we? How do we even get on that tangent? Where, where, where do we leave off? I have no idea, but I kind of want to talk about where I was last week or this whole past week, right? Jim and I had a just a ridiculous sports weekend, but I had an awesome week down in Florida. I was in Tampa for work um, last week, and the place is absolutely gorgeous. And of course, while I'm down there, I got to check out a game, whatever it is. The Rays were out of town, which is unfortunate because I would love to see some playoff baseball. But I did catch a, a Tampa Bay Lightning game while I was down there. And one thing to note, dude, that place loves hockey. I don't know, Jim, t- talk a little more. But like, I think that coming from up, up north, like a new market, you know, not a newer market like that. I mean, they've been around for 20 years, but a team that, you know, is hot and cold. I mean, they're obviously hot of late. I don't know. I just thought they'd be fair weather fans, right? It's a warm weather state. Hockey's a cold weather sport. They loved it. What was the uh, what was the fan base? Was it like uh, a younger crowd or was it like older people? Great, great <laughs> question. No, great question. It was actually a perfect mix. Like they have two big schools right there, University of Tampa and USF. And there was a ton of awesome like standing room only type bars like that overlooked the actual rink. Mm. That was all, you know, 20 to... 20 to 25, 20 to 26 year olds. And then I guess with the whole Florida element, it seemed like a lot of like older couples too, or like older, older people, you know, the 50 and up kind of category, but it was a perfect mix. And the place was, the place was absolutely buzzing. I mean, it was, it was their home opener against Florida, which you, you know, probably a rival. Um, and, uh, the, you know, the, the outside area around the arenas is, is sick. It's in the city itself pretty much. Um, but it was good stuff. They won, I think five, two, um, the team's a wagon. I mean, last year, President's Cup trophy winners. Um, we'll get into the NHL talk a little later, but I just wanted to kind of talk about my experience down there. Um, Bush, didn't you just uh, didn't you just snag a Jeep? Did I see that today? Yes, yes, just snagged a Jeep. I have a Jeep question for you after you tell me this is supposed Jeep story that you have. I have a question because I want to see if you were doing it when you were in Tampa. So I think I know what you're going to say. So when I was down there, I uh, I booked like a normal – dude, I booked a standard SUV, um, like nothing nothing flashy. You didn't want to spend a lot of money on the on the card and um, – on the company card. And I, I walk in and 
we get to the airport and the guy's like, yo, do you want this instead? And I turn and it's like a lifted white 2020 Jeep Wrangler Sahara edition. Like, yes, please. Next question. So I snag the Jeep and I'm, I'm driving it for like two or three days. Absolutely loving it. Windows down. Not the top, not the top yet. And um, as I'm buzzing around, I see a bunch of other Jeeps. It's gorgeous. It's, it's 85, 90 degrees and sunny blue skies. I'm like, why is nobody at the top down? I'm like, that's for. I don't know, man. Like, if you had one, I'd be I'd be rocking top down the whole week. So it was like Wednesday or Thursday, halfway through my trip, and I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm taking it off today. It looks it looks awesome. I checked the weather app. I saw like partly cloudy or a little bit of clouds at like two or three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, dude, it's gonna be fine. So what I do is I take the top off. I don't know if anybody has one, but like the I guess there's different parts you can take off. So I didn't take off the whole thing just because I was like, I'm only here for a week. I don't have a garage. So I took off the, the front two. It's almost like an extended sunroof. Like it's the passenger and driver's seat that are like totally exposed. Sick. Buzz and music. Go to work that day. Um, I had to run out. I had to go to Home Depot to pick up something for work. Got lunch. Went to Home Depot. This time and now it's like it's getting to that two, three o'clock window. I go in the, go in the depot. I walk out. And the clouds are getting, the clouds are here. There's clouds, which was supposed to happen. They're getting darker. They're getting darker. I'm like 12 minutes away from the office. I'm like, dude, I'll just get back. I'll throw the top on. We'll be good to go. Start driving back. All of a sudden, one raindrop, two raindrops, 12 raindrops. Shit. It's raining really hard. <laughs> then I get into bumper-to-bumper traffic. And basically, if I was buzzed, if I was moving still bumper-to-bumper traffic, dude, it was raining cats and dogs just straight down. Like, nothing was hitting the windshield. It was just down in the Jeep. And I look like a jackass there, man. I look like an idiot getting absolutely drenched. So I whip it. I whip. I pull over really quick on, the, like, a side street. I get out, like, a NASCAR pit stop, hop in the back, grab the top, the tops, put them on but i've never done it before it's my first time like putting them back on right it was easy to take them off i'm like working with them they're actually super easy to put back on but i figured it out finally because i was frazzled and i just was cracking up i was cracking up to myself just sitting there soaking wet the good news is what i had to buy at home depot also included paper towels so it was uh yep yep i was nice and dry uh on the way back in but that was like that answered my question of that's why nobody had the, the the tops off it rains in well, Florida. Dude, it was 30 minutes. It's just like, dude, classic Florida rain, like 30 minutes, and then it's done. And then it was gorgeous again. And I was just like, Fuck. dude, that's exactly what I was just going to say. I mean, you're in Florida, dude. You, you got to expect a rainstorm at any point in time for any duration of time. I'm telling you, cats and dogs for probably the 20 minutes, you know, the, the 20 minutes around my drive home. Like, that was it. Unbelievable, dude. Lesson learned. And you, you'll never do it again, right? I mean, like. <laughs> No, I did it later that week when, when it was like when it was definitely sunny out there. There was like no clouds for sure. Oh, jeez, good stuff, good stuff. It's All right, so it was you ready, ready for my question. You ready for my question? Mm-hmm. All right. So I go on Google tonight, and I, so, so I just bought a Grand Cherokee, uh, 2019, white, blackout. It's it's sick. Like I love it. Humble brag. Humble brag. Oh my god, I'm I'm bragging all day about it, dude. I love it. my first brand new car. I, I can brag about it. Um. And so I, I look up on Google, the Jeep wave, you know what I'm talking about when Jeeps wave at each other. Yeah, of course. Everyone knows mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. So I look it up and it says, and I quote, if you have a Wrangler, a Cherokee or anything, you can do the wave, but you can't do the wave if you have a renegade or a compass. Mm. So, so. I think the wave is fair game for me. Like, do I do? Am I a wave guy now? Like, um, 
I don't think so, man. So I think you can wave, but I don't think you'll be getting waves back. Like whatever you Googled, like Google forum, Reddit slash Jeeps or whatever. I don't know what you were on. I think that you can wave, but you won't get waves back. All right. So here's the other thing I saw as well. So it's, um, it said step one, always wave. But then the other thing said it was like the third, the third bullet on the list said the, uh, if you're in a better built Jeep than the Jeep you're waving at, they, they are required to wave wave first. Oh, to wave first. Yes. 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 Yeah. Almost a sign of respect thing. Yes. Oh my God. It's so petty. So when I was down there, so were you going to ask me? So when I was down there, I was like, I can finally do the Jeep wave. And right. It's like, it's like just popping up two fingers, like on the, on the wheel. Right. I saw there's multiple ways to do it, but the doors open. You probably, I think you throw the hand out if the door is open. I know a couple of them like enough, just like stick both your legs out. Dude, no one did it back to me. And I think it's because they could see through that. It was a rental. I think they could see through my skin that like, look at that. Look at that guy. Thinks he thinks he actually has a Jeep. I don't know. I really do. I didn't get many back. I got some eventually like later on, but I was like, I would be driving down the road looking to do it. I would pop it. What the, what the, what the hell? What, what the hell, man? You know what, you know what it was? It was, they saw you wave and they were like, I saw a different guy in that same Jeep last week. <laughs> it was a rental car. <laughs> they knew. They knew. <laughs> That Jeep's been, that Jeep's been going around. That's enough. Uh, that's enough Jeep talk. I got soaked. Oh, oh yeah, so far. Yeah, anyway, so Saturday, I'm on my way back to the airport, um, and I get a text at like 8.30 in the morning with my Jeep on the way back. Uh, yo, ALDS tickets, do you want in? Yankee Stadium. Yankees Twins. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, next question. Get on the plane, land at 12.30, Atlantic City, shorts and a t-shirt, come home, change, Again, another NASCAR pit stop. Put on the sweats, sweats and jeans, or uh, sweatshirt and jeans. I bomb up to New York. Yankees game, ALDS. DD Grand Slam, Yanks win, seven runs in the third inning. Absolute awesome time. That stadium was going nuts. The guy wasn't kidding. Um, Aaron Boone wasn't kidding. They're absolute savages in the box. And... Really, if the Astros can pick up their pitching, I think they're the only team that can stop them. I really thought the Astros were going to stop them, uh, but if if Verlander and the guys are struggling like they did in this Rays series, I don't I don't see anybody beating them. I mean, the Yankees, if their pitching struggles, they're still hitting. Seven, they're scoring seven runs a game. Yeah, dude, the Yankees the Yankees are gross, man, and I, I love to see the Yankees like that too. Like a lot of people say, yeah, you yeah. Know, you, people would say like the Yankees are like the Patriots, maybe. Yep. But I don't I don't look at the Yankees that way at all. I look at the Yankees as like that's baseball, that's history, that's yes. Blue Gehrig. Like that's yeah. how I see it. Yeah, and not and not and not this team too, right? Like it's easy to hate a Tom Brady or a Gronkowski or I mean he's not on the team anymore, but you get what I'm saying. Those type of guys. But dude, like this team, like especially our generation, man. Like Aaron Judge, like those those char- like I don't know the, the whole team, man. Up and down the line, if those characters are just I don't know. You can get behind that. I I, I, know, I know exactly I, what you're saying. Even though I'm not a Yankees fan, like I want to see them succeed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think I think down the road, Deebs. I think down the road, the Patriots will become that team that mm-hmm. the Yankees are currently right now. Because you know, you look at Tom Brady, you look at Belichick. They will be the Babe Ruth and the Lou Gehrig's. You know, 80 years from now, and the Patriots will be this next team. You know, right. and they could be. And like people will be like. All right, yeah, like I want to see the Patriots succeed again. Like 
they dominated for a while, just like the Yankees did. I mean, right. I don't know. I can picture that happening. So we'll see how it shakes out here. I'm actually, I'm actually going to the the champions, uh, the ALCS, the championship series, uh, come next week. I'm, I'm actually currently watching the the Stros Rays game right now. Um, it depends on who gets home field. So it, it's, uh, they were up four one, I think, at the start of this podcast. The Astros were. Um, so if the Stros win. The game's on Tuesday. If the Rays win, it's like in two days. It's on Saturday. So why, why is that? Why is that? Home field. The oh. Astros have more total wins. Yeah, it's still 4-1. The Astros have more total wins. So I'm hoping the Astros pull it out because that's the series I want to see, especially as a non-Yankees fan. Like if I was a Yankees fan, I'd be like, let's play the Rays so we can whoop up on them. But I want to see a good game. So I think the storylines will be ridiculous with, with Stroh's Yanks. Yeah. So another quick tangent, like all the, all these stories are like, you know, leading us to these next topics here, mm-hmm. but we're not getting away from the main thing here. But dude, did you see uh, what the Rays mascot did with Steve Irwin? Was that recent? Was that like recent or I feel like was that? I dude, I don't know if it was recent, but it was done. And it, the picture became uh, relevant again during this game. Right. And because of that, the, the Rays are currently down four to one. They're going to lose this game, and you're going to go to a Yankees-Astros game on Tuesday because of what the Rays mascot did. So for any of you who don't know what he did, he made a poster, and it said, um, you know, like Rays checklist or whatever it said on it. Mm-hmm. And um, the first line had number one, and it said Steve Irwin with a picture of him and a, and a dash through it. So mm-hmm. messed up. So messed up. And then the second one said it was number two, and then it said World Series. So, dude, I mean, they they just dug themselves a grave. They have angels in the outfield, Steve Irwin helping all these Astros players right now. Um, dude, I mean, it, it, I mean to do that to a hero and a legend like Steve Irwin. Yeah. Any any anything else? Anything? I I can't think of another thing of Ray is killed. I mean, it's a pretty peaceful sea creature, right? I mean, yeah, it's pretty docile. It has a poisonous barb at the end of its tail that you know could kill an animal planet legend, but. I don't know. They're a pretty docile creature. I'm not really scared of a ray. Um, right. Yeah, dude. It was it was it was messed up. So I'm glad the Rays are losing. I don't want to see the Rays ever win a game for the rest of their entire life um, as a franchise. Uh, never. I never want to see a game won by the Rays ever again after what they did. I feel never. like that's older. I do feel like that's older, just because I mean he's been gone for for how long now? Um, I bet, dude. I bet that's the curse that won the Phillies the World Series in 08. If he did it a long time ago. Oh, they're I wonder. They're, they're absolutely screwed, basically. Yeah, uh, they're never going to win a World Series in our lifetime because of of that Steve Irwin thing, dude. The Angels in the outfield are always going to go against the race. They're always going to be with the other team. So, uh, all right, get back to your story. My bad, but that's just something. I, I mean, want. no, it's just been the, yeah, it's great. It's been this long kind of running story, jumping off a little bit. Uh, so yeah, Yanks game. Uh, they crush them on the way back. I got home, dude, at one a.m. Fine, right? You can sleep in Sunday. No. Eagles tailgate with the boys going to the game. Yeah. I had to wake up. Listen listen to this. I had to be at Bryce's house, at FVP Bryce's house at 6 a.m. And I live an hour away. So I had to get up at like 4.45 just to like get a little shower, wake up, buzz the Bryce's. And then we were on our way to the Birds game where I had a pop from 7 a.m. to whatever time that night, man. And that was that was fun. Jim, you want to talk about that a little more? Yeah, waking up on uh, those Sundays are always uh, a struggle, um, especially for you, um, having to wake up uh, after your long weekend. But uh, it was great as always. You know, uh, the link is always buzzing. It was a, uh, it was a good game. You know, I mean, 
we kind was, of expected them to to whoop on them, and they did. But it was good to see the defense, you know, finally come out and and really dominate that game. And uh, which they should have. Yes, exactly. But uh, now we got to wait three weeks to get back there, so that kind of sucks. But uh, yeah, true. Looking forward to uh, watching them from the comforts of our own house and not paying for. Twelve dollar beers, so that's that's a plus. <laughs> oh, quick plug here. So talking about beers. Uh, so through my escapade of stadiums, three and four days, I went from listen to this, dude. Seventeen dollar beers in Tampa. Seventeen dollars. Mm. I mean, these are all the twenty four ounce big boy cans. Seventeen dollars in Tampa, and the fans were pissed. I think it's new this year down there. That they're probably fourteen around. Seventeen bucks, dude, for a beer in Tampa. Went to Yankee Stadium where they were fifteen bucks. And then we came back to Philly where they were 13. So we think it's bad here, dude. It's bad everywhere. Oh, yeah. And, and my wallet is screaming from stadium beers last weekend. <laughs> you know what's funny, though? Like, you think they'd make the Philly beers the most expensive so people wouldn't buy them because we're just insane fans. Like, you know, people are throwing snowballs. Or on the flip side, like, they're going to buy them and drink them anyway, so you might as well make some more money off it. Right, yeah. On the flip side, you're like, all right, let's make them, let's knock them down a few bucks because they're gonna buy a million of them. So, <laughs> but I guess the result that we're coming to is that we'll absolutely revolt and riot if these things ever arise above fifteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true. The Tampa, the, the the kind old Tampa fans were like, oh, whoa, seventeen bucks. Anyway, I'll buy two. Like they didn't care mm-hmm. at all. Um, quick plug: Yankee Stadium's concessions suck. Food really? took forever there. Absolutely sucked. Uh, the food was bad once you got it, but the lines were horrendous. I missed, like, I felt like an inning and a half, like, just sitting and waiting in lines. Dude, long story. I'm not going to get into it. We went off too much already. But, like, I was waiting in a line. There was no cashier. I was, like, 12 deep. No one knew what was going on. Went to the next line. They were out of, like, whatever I needed. Like, just just a mess. Like, eat before. Dude, another thing you for, you uh, forgot to mention in this whole uh, escapade last weekend was uh, the fact that you got down on the field post game, post playoff. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, that's not a big deal. That's not a big deal. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool, dude. I mean, it's a playoff game. You get no, down I know it's field. a huge, it's a huge deal. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty cool to be down on the field post game. Um, I mean, right there in center field, I would like look up, took a picture of the. It was still you know the scoreboard was up there. ALDS Twins Yanks. Um, that's one of those stadiums that's even though it's the new Yankee Stadium, like there's just so much history. Took a walk in Monument Park afterwards, saw all the uh, saw all the greats, um, and it's just it's just an amazing place. And then you sized Aaron Judge up. Yeah. So post game, as I as I was walking out, we were walking out through the back through the tunnels, and uh, Aaron Judge walked by. Yeah, through uh, to get to his car. God knows what he has. Um, had the dude. He had the biggest JBL speaker. I mean, like. I'm trying to size it up to something. I mean, it was like two watermelons put. I, mean, I don't know. Like it was, it was like that big, man. It was like a, I don't know. It was like a small TV. I don't know. It was huge. It was huge. It was so fat. So he was bumping whatever he was bumping, and I kind of gave it a die. Like, ah, kind of close. I was a little far away from, but I was like, I'm kind of close, man. Like I'm six six, float around two twenty five, two thirty. Um. And I thought I had him, so on the way home I Googled it. He is six seven, so close there. Guess his weight. Two two forty-five. Higher. Higher. Two eighty two eighty. Two eighty two. Two eighty-two that guy is. And he plays oh, in the in the he plays in the field. He's an outfielder. I mean, two eighty two, pure muscle, I guess. 
It's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that man's a monster. Uh, I'm excited to be up there next week. So uh, looking forward, looking forward to that. Birds game. Awesome. The problem with the birds game. Well, first off, uh, Hammonds was there as well. Bryce was there as well. Couldn't get out the tailgate. We were so excited to film week two of the tailgate. Our like little pre-series that we have. No service in lot F. No service. What? None of us could get the Instagram live to work. None of us. So that's a shame. Look for that next week since we're all back home. Um, the other thing that sucks, man, is like you're there. You're missing all the other action. That's kind of that's kind of a tough one. But you can't complain. It was an amazing time. So had an awesome week, and uh, we're just gonna keep going. I mean, oh, is this a good segue to? I mean, I was at the Farg last night too. I was just gonna say, dude. Oh my god. I mean, I did. Yeah, I did. Like, what's this? My fourth stadium in a week. So last night. We're going to go right into NHL talk. Flyers home opener. The boys are back from Prague. They played overseas in the Czech Republic. Got a win against the Hawks. And uh, we're back at home last night. And the place was on fire. I haven't felt the building like that since, Jim, you and I went to the uh, the Flyers-Penguins playoff series in what? Tw- 2012. 2012. Um, I haven't felt the building like that. Everybody was decked out in orange. The orange crush is back. Um, packed house. The music was loud. The scoreboard's even louder, um, like size-wise. And uh, the team's buzzing, man. They looked fantastic. 4 nothing against the Devils. Um, it was a very formidable team. Very, I mean, yeah. I mean, they were the, they were the talk of the offseason. Like, I even talked about it in my little, my little precursor. I'm like, I want to pick them. I'm not going to pick them. But they're a good dark horse to have. Obviously, right now, they're 0-2, so not looking too hot. But we, we stifled them. I mean, we kept them in check. They got some good players, man. Jim, you and I love that first D pair, huh? Whew. Sammy Vatten and PK Subban. Sammy Vatten and PK Subban are two of the most. I don't know. They're they're puck moving offensive defensemen. Um, Didn't hear their names much at all in the game. No man. Down. No man. They got absolutely shut down. Um, and a lot of good stuff on our end. Kevin Hayes with his first uh, with his first tuck of the year. Um, that offseason edition has the, the monkey off his back already. TK, who signed a deal this year, um, signed an extension. He's got five points already through two games, two goals. In Provorov, the right. scores. Yes, Provorov scored. Provorov um, scored. So the guys are looking great, and the stadium's looking even better. People are excited about Philly hockey again, um, just like they are about all the other Philly sports. Um, the place was the place was loud, and dude, it's gonna be it's gonna be an awesome year, I think. Let's not fail to mention the pride and joy of Philadelphia hockey. Carter Hart with his first ever career shutout. That lucky son of a bitch. Or not lucky. That son of a bitch. He did it. That son of a bitch. He <laughs> did it. That son of a bitch did it. He <laughs> is what this team needed. I mean, we've, we've said it for years and years and years. And um, I guess we got to thank what? Hexaw? We got to thank Hexaw for that draft pick? Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, finally have it i mean it's it's still very very early but i mean it, like what he's doing now is just so much better than what we've had i mean we haven't had a goalie i said this the other night we haven't had a goalie my entire 23 almost 24 year old life we haven't yep. no we haven't well, well let's put it this way we did but then we traded him a couple away correct and then he will yeah but roski won two vs and trophies yep or right. two two or he's been in the running for a bunch right so uh, like not really. It's not really our fault for letting him go. I mean, at the time, he wasn't playing good for us. So, you know, you get let him go. Guy goes to a different team and figures it out, and he wins some awards. But for us, yeah, like you said, our 23 years of life, we, we haven't had a goalie, man. 
No, haven't had one. Um, excited to have one. It's just the whole team is kind of being rebuilt. I know I blasted off on them a bunch of podcasts ago about how I'm done with this team. I'm just so back in, you know, like <laughs> they they bring me back in. What's the what's the line? <laughs> Once I get out, they bring they, me back they in. They bring me back in, and they do, man. Every year, Jim and I do the same thing. We're so done by April. We're so back. We're so back in October. And uh, high expectations for the guys. So, I don't know. Do we get into a little NHL preview? I know we just talked a bunch of flyers, but like, let's talk the whole league real quick. Go ahead. After real, you, real quick, I could talk all day about it. But if you saw on Instagram while I was in Florida last week, I did a little quick NHL preview. Uh, last year, not a big deal. Was three for four on conference finalists with my future picks: Blues, Bruins, Sharks. I picked the Flyers as well. Didn't make it. This year, I got them again. So my four picks this year to make the conference finals. In the West, I have the Dallas Stars versus the Calgary Flames. And in the East, I have the Philadelphia Flyers versus, hold on, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Those are my picks this year. And real quick, I'm going to tell you why. I think Dallas, with some solid goaltending from Ben Bishop, it's going to come down. A lot of these conversations... What I'm going to say is the team's got to get hot and the goalie's got to be good. And all of them have the goaltending. It's just when things will start to click. I mean, Dallas added some vet- veteran presence with Joe Pavelski, uh, Corey Perry, who's more of a, a man in the locker room. He's not w- who he was. Um, but Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan, if they stay healthy, um, they have a nasty defenseman uh, in Hishkinen, um, who moves the puck like crazy. Um, and the West is kind of changing, right? It's, you know, yeah. the Pacific's beating themselves up. And then you have Winnipeg and Nashville, who are kind of on the decline in in the central, right? Chicago is not that hot. So I think there's a good move for, for Dallas to step in and for the, this, you know, to be their year. Um, feel free to jump in whenever, but I'm just going to keep spitting. Dallas this. is one and three, not off to a hot start. Not off to a hot start. Uh, Calgary is one, one and one. Um, so. Flyers are 0 2, obviously. Flyers 2 0. And then uh, Toronto's 2 1 1. And uh, honestly, uh, I mean, we saw a little bit of it last year. The Carolina Hurricane, they're 4 0 right now. I know. And we saw them last year under Brindamore. And they might be uh, one of the new teams coming up in the Metro. Who'd they be? This year? Yeah. Uh, they beat Florida. They beat um, they beat Florida six to three. That was their last game. Um, I mean, it's Florida. Um, I mean, but Ross, they beat they, yeah. they beat they beat the Lightning. They beat the Lightning. I mean, that's the biggest one right there. They beat the Lightning, President's Cup. Uh, no, they beat the, they beat the Capitals too. And they beat the Capitals too. and, that, uh, and Montreal and Montreal. I mean, they beat some pretty good teams. I'm not, I'm still not on them. I'm still not on them. Um, and I'm going to stay that way. Um, the league's nasty this year. At least the East is. It's been the West. Yeah, the, the, the East is, yes. It's been the West in the past with, um, you know, Vegas, San Jose. Um, you know, the first year of Vegas. San Jose's 0-4. <laughs> right. So right. the West has been nasty. It, it's I think the power is shifting. You know, Nashville, yes. Chicago, Winnipeg. Those teams have been amazing the past three years. I really see it shifting over to the East this year. Um, specifically the Metro. Obviously, in the Atlantic, we have the Boston Bruins, Tampa Bay Lightning, and Toronto Maple Leafs, who have all the star power 
all the star power going for them. And then a bunch of big acquisitions throughout the offseason. Poises for a really tough Metro division, which is the Pens who are struggling, but the Pens have Sidney Crosby. So, you know, they're, they're always going to be there. Um, the Devils, who we talked about, bringing in P.K. Subban, uh, number one overall pick Jack Hughes, along with their number one overall pick two years ago, Nico Heeshear, or a couple years ago, Nico Heeshear. Um, the Rangers, big offseason signing in Artemi Karen. Um, and also making a move for, what's that D guy's name, Jim? From Winnipeg? Oh, my God. Why am I blanking? Truba? Yeah, Jake Truba. Jake Truba. So, and they have Capo Coco. And, oh, yeah, and Capo Coco. Capo, whatever yeah. the hell his name exactly. is. Exactly. Capo Coco. Capo Coco. The second overall pick from Finland. Um, it's not getting any worse. And then you have these teams like... The Islanders, who made a huge push last year, last year that weren't supposed to, and then you have teams like Carolina, who made a big push last year and weren't supposed to. So even though the Flyers started off great so far, I, I'm still holding my breath because this league's wide open in the East, and um, it's going to be a run. I'm so excited for hockey seasons. If you guys don't, if you know, if you don't know me already, like I walked into the Tampa Bay Lightning Arena, Amelia Arena, and I was just like kid in the candy store, grinning ear to ear like an sob. I love it. I I bought the package actually, the NHL package this year. Like that's that's my game. Like if it's if it's on, I'm watching. No matter what part of the country it's on. So super amped up for that. Ton of more content probably coming in that realm. Um, and you got my four picks, so um, I can't put money on them, but you can. Absolutely. Um, speaking of putting money on uh, putting money on sports, uh, no brainer wagers uh, for everybody who has uh, ridden with us for a little bit here. Um, you know, it's been a rough few days, but that's all part of the process, baby. I mean, you, it's like being in the stock market. Sometimes you gotta, you know, you go down sometimes you go down probably what two, three days and then you bounce back hard and they've, and they've proven that in the past. Um, so keep riding with us, keep riding with them. Um, all you gotta do is head over to Instagram, shoot them a DM, say uh free parking sent you and, uh, they'll hit you with a discount and, you know, and ride with us guys. Cause you know, there's only money to be made and, uh, and they've proven that they can continually do that regardless of how many bad days they have. So, um, keep riding and, uh, and send them a DM. We're getting a ton of NFL content from Hammonds, but my quick two takeaways from the season that we, we're pushing out a ton of this stuff. So you hear it day in and day out. I'm not going to break down every game, every team, um, ton of awesome content on our Instagram for that. But, Two takeaways I have so far from the season. One, kickers suck. Kickers absolutely suck. I don't care what team you're on, who you have, they stink. They all stink. Yeah, they're bad this year. They're really bad. Like, no field goal is anywhere close, or no, no kicker is anywhere close to a guarantee whether it's an extra point or it's a deeper field goal. Vinatieri, I think, Adam Vinatieri, who's a sure thing, he missed, uh, I think he had five missed field goals through two weeks, the first two weeks. Um, and just left and right, any national game you're watching, they're, they're, they're school, you know, shanking them left and right. So, uh, watch for that to be in effect later this season. The double doink is, is contagious. And I think it's, it's spreading around the league. Um, just like mono with Sam Darnold, I think it's spreading and watch for that to be in effect later on. No, no game is safe when you're, uh, up or down by three or less points. So my other takeaway, my second takeaway from the NFL this year is, in my opinion right now, it is a wide open league. Wide open. Wide open. And eventually, I don't know if you guys have ever seen, like a couple years ago, they've done, they do this like graphic where it's a big circle and it's basically like a logo all the way around the circle. And eventually, at some point in the NFL season, I forget what they call it, but every team beats every team. 
You get what I'm saying? So like, so like the Raiders beat the Colts, who beat the Chiefs, who beat the, and it just goes on and on and on all the way around to basically like just a paradox of like anybody can beat anybody a given week. And we saw that uh, what week four, two weeks, whatever it was, two weeks ago, eight underdogs won. This league's wide open. There's no true favorite. The Patriots, we're watching the Pats Thursday night game right now. It's 14-14 against the Giants. I mean, there's there's no definite favorite. And even before this game, I was saying the Pats aren't it. They're they're not it. When we were talking the prep, like I don't think I don't think the Pats are, are, are the definite favorite. I don't think the Chiefs are. I don't think I don't think anybody's sticking out to be like the dominant player of like who's gonna win every week. So I, I have a take on the NFC. Um, you know, a lot of people aren't going to want to hear this, but um, I don't think the Eagles are coming out of the NFC. And I'll tell you who's in the NFC championship for me. It's the Seahawks and the Cowboys. And the Seahawks are going to knock them out and make it to the Super Bowl. And uh, I think Russell Wilson wins it this year, man. I really do. I love that guy, dude. He's so good. Dude, He's I feel like you're, so good. I feel like your Super Bowl pick changes like every week. Who would you say it last does, week? Dude. Oh, my <laughs> It totally does, and it's going to change next podcast too. You can count on that. <laughs> I really had the NFC Championship being the Eagles versus the Vikings again. I really do. Yeah, no. Well, I'm, like I said, you can count on it changing for the next episode. But right now, the way I'm feeling, it's it's Cowboys Seahawks. Um, regardless of how the uh, Cowboys played last week, um, that was abysmal. Yeah, that was abysmal. But um, I think uh, I think the Cowboys have a pretty non one non injured and two, they they're kind of clicking. I mean, Dak and Mari Cooper are very good together, man. Very good together. I I don't. Yeah, no, I don't. I think if they're mm-hmm. struggling here, I mean, they beat what the Redskins and who's the other team they won against? Uh, I couldn't tell you. I could not tell you. But it, dude, they they're rolling, man. They have they have what a lot of teams don't have. They have a quarterback who can who can do it. They have a wide receiver that, who can do it. They have that, a running back who's proven that can, that he can do it. Okay, I don't know, man. I I don't think that the team. I, I like the I like the Hawks pick. The team is sticking out to me right now, and I hated them since last year because I went out week one survivor against them. But I think the Saints, dude. If if Teddy Bridgewater can can hold this team afloat, hold them above water while Drew Brees is injured. Um, I think the Saints are scary. Um, but again, man, it's it's absolutely wide open. Uh, every team's beatable, and uh, we've, we've seen it time and time again. I mean, this league, this league is like out of control. I mean, I I didn't I didn't bet the slate for the first time in in two, you know since betting came legal last year for the past two weeks, just because I can't even touch it. Like I, don't, I I'm not scared, but it's just like, what's the point, man? I'm just gonna enjoy it. It's it's good enough as is. Like. I'm going to lose regardless. I've been like losing every single bet. So I'm just staying away from it and just kind of enjoying the show and uh, enjoying popping out some content with uh, you guys and uh, and Ham and Bryce and the crew. Absolutely. Yo, so based on what you just said, um, it got me thinking a little bit. And the year the Pats came back from that, you know, 28 to 3 deficit in the Super Bowl, call me crazy here, but Tom Brady, I think, was out early on in the season it didn't come back till very late and i think jimmy garoppolo had to carry them for like about four or five weeks and then brady came back and won them the super bowl i could see it happening with the saints like you said dude if teddy can carry him like jimmy carried the pats a few years ago i think they're good 
That's another one to talk about because I saw a picture earlier on this season and it was the Pats quarterback locker room like three years ago or, you know, however long it was ago of Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo and Jacoby Brissett. And now they're all star- obviously now they're all starters on their own teams and they're all fending really well for themselves. I mean, obviously Tom Brady and then Jimmy G, dude, other undefeated team in the league, the 49ers. They're scary where we didn't talk about them for the NFC. They're scary again. Their defense is there, and they, you know, they 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 shut. The, I mean, they they shut down the Browns, who who beat the Ravens. Like again, it just gets into that carousel of like anybody's beatable. But the the Niners look great right now, dude. Their front front four, their front four, or I guess they play a four three is is disgusting. I watched that game on uh, Monday night this week. Joey Bosa is a man possessed. He's a man possessed. He's ruthless. He is hungry for the football. Nothing is stopping that guy. There was one play where. He broke his tackle, fell on the or fro- broke broke his block, fell on the ground, got back up, broke another block, and I think either he tripped or recovered a fumble Recover- from from Baker Mayfield. Like that got that 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 team's scary. And luckily, I mean, the Steelers already played him. I'm not gonna talk about the Steelers right now, but um, <laughs> yeah, dude, what's going on with your boy? Uh, well, all right, yeah, real quick to to comment on the Niners. Um, I'm not an I'm not a West Coast team guy. Like I don't want to see the Niners be successful just because I'm stubborn and I, I don't know. It's just weird that the Niners are a good team. Like whatever. Um, as you as you pick the Seahawks and think it's Russell Wilson's year. Continue. True. It's going to change. I'm just checking you. I'm just checking you, man. Oh, you're checking. It's going to change. I think the Niners are think are going to be in the in the uh, <laughs> NFC Championship. Anyway, um, <laughs> what I'm going to say next was. Uh, the, the the Steelers, man, your Steelers. What's going on with Rudolph here? He's uh, concussed. He's uh, what? He got absolutely rocked last week. Um, he got absolutely rocked. Actually, pretty scary play. Something happened with the medical card. I mean, uh, he had to walk off the field um, with some help there. Um, he's questionable still. I don't think he's going to play. He, he practiced non-contact uh, just the other day. I don't think he's going to play. We have Delvin Hodges in. Um, dude, I woke up on Monday having this weird feeling like, and I wasn't mad or sad or happy, but I was like, are they going to trade for Eli Manning? I don't know. I still have this thought that like, I mean, they, they, they traded their first round pick away for, for Fitzpatrick, for Micah Fitzpatrick. So I still have this weird feeling that they want to, they're going to buy if Rudolph is more hurt than he is. I mean, he's back. So if he's back, then they're not going to, but I don't know. I should have a weird feeling that like they're trying to still win at, at, at the record they have. I don't think it's possible. You know, I think it's time to just toss the season away. The more interesting part is the Mike Tomlin trade rumors. Have you heard that? No, I have not. Redskins fire Jay Gruden. Mike Tomlin apparently is their number one candidate. Mike Tomlin has been extended through 2021, I believe. But there is a possibility that, and we've seen it in the past. I'm trying to think of the last time a coach got traded. I think Gruden was a coach that got traded at one point in his career. Mike Tomlin may be traded to the... Washington Redskins. Is that even – you can trade a coach? You can. You can. I did you not trade. know that was a thing until yes. I saw this. Yes, Is you it? can trade the rights to a head coach. Let me look up. Let me Hold on one second. Yep, John Gruden, Bill Parcells, Bill Belichick, Herm Edwards, Jim Harbaugh. Like, there's been – and actually, in the NBA, here you go, Doc Rivers, Stan Van Gundy. So, like, there's been some coaches – yeah, five NHL That's coaches. That's crazy. Like, it happens. It, Belichick was traded from the Jets to the Patriots. That's right. That's when – What do you, that, what that's do you when, get? Like, 
that's when he resigned from the Jets. Um, I mean, the Bucks. So the Raiders traded John Gruden to the Buccaneers in 2002. They got a first round pick. Wow. Two, two first. So a pick that year, a pick, a first round pick the next year, and a second round pick the following year. I mean, there's some potential there. Um, the Steelers aren't a team to have a coaching carousel. They've had three coaches in their in, in their history. You know, a seventy almost eighty year, um, eighty year franchise. Um, they've only had a couple of head coaches in the past. You know, however many. Um, but the timing, I think, I'm in. I'm into it. I, I'm I'm for it. I'm ready for a little bit of a change up. Um, Tomlin's been a fantastic head coach for a while. I don't know. It has to be the right offer. He has had fantastic records. He he's never been below 500. I don't know. I'm so indifferent about this team. I'm kind of just letting it ride at this point, letting them do their thing because anything I really talk about isn't gonna isn't gonna change their opinion. So if they trade Mike Tomlin and pick up this first round pick that we lost, pick up another one with the Redskins. I mean, they're gonna be a, a bad team for the next couple of years. So I, I don't know. I don't know who we get though. Mike McCarthy from the Packers has Pittsburgh ties. Or do we go young like a lot of these people are, you know, a lot of these teams are doing with the McVay experiment? I don't know what's out there because we all know what happens with the NFL coaching carousel come the offseason. Look at the Jets, look at the Dolphins, look at uh, Arizona. There's not a lot out there. So it's kind of like, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. Maybe we want to just stick with it for now. I don't know. Like I said, I'm so indifferent about this team. Yeah, geez. One thing I would add, too, I mean, with all the success that Tomlin has had with your team, uh, I wouldn't want to see my head coach go to another team. I'd rather just see him retire and be done. No, like, no, he's not. He's so he's so young. He was one of the youngest coaches in, in, in the league when when we won in uh, in 08. Um, you, it's, I, I could never picture Doug Peterson going to another team after being the guy dude, who won. Andy Reid. Andy Reid going to the Chiefs. Do you know how much that – I mean, granted, the t- at the time he left, he, it was a rough spot for the Birds. Like, everybody wanted him fired for probably a year or two before he was. I, I, dude, I don't know. I, I, it I don't. happens all the time. And this is perfect because he's going to a different conference, a team that we barely ever play. We'll play them once every what? Every rotation, every four years or every however many years that we played the NFC East. So I think it's totally fine. I don't see any threat in it. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, I just don't know what else is out there. I need to hear some other options. Um, but it's a rumor. It's speculation. Dan Snyder's plane, the the uh, Redskins owner, was in uh, in Latrobe or in Pittsburgh's airport uh, just last week. So I don't know. Something something stirring. It's enough to cause a rumor. That's why he's uh, slowly coming to the bird gang. Uh, that is not confirmed. It's confirmed, unconfirmed. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I just do like attending the games. Uh, I do like Carson Wentz. Uh, I do like the city of Philadelphia. Um, I do like a, a Marcianish pie and a Yingling. So uh, it's, it's it's a lot to like. It's a lot to like with the birds and a, and a Wawa hoagie. Um, yeah, you know what though? You know what else? I, I I took a peek at the other day. I saw. Don't know how factual it is here, but the uh, Eagles are a top contender for Odell Beckham Jr. What? Oh my God. What the? Why did you see that? I, I'm not. I'm not kidding. It's a reliable source. The onion. <laughs> No, 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 no. It was a reliable source. It was one of the ESPN guys. I, I'm, I, I shit you not. No joke. Um, it was one of the ESPN guys said that uh, the Browns are shopping OBJ and the Eagles are a top contender in, pick, in picking him up. I don't want that. Uh, I don't 
care either way. Um, I, think I, don't I, think want. I think it's I think it's BS. Let me find it. Let me find it. No, I believe you saw it. I just don't think it's – I think they're fine. I mean, I know, like, Deshaun Jackson's injured right now. I think they'll, they'll be – I don't think they need to. If anything, they're trading for Jalen Ramsey, which still hasn't happened. Um, but, no, I don't I don't think that's – and I don't think the Browns are shopping them. They just got them. That, that organization's a mess, and they're, they're still the Browns that we've always known and loved. So, um, One day ago, Philadelphia Eagles would be foolish to, to pursue Odell Beckham Jr. This is by – Yeah, correct. This is by Inside the Eagles, I-G-G-L-E-S. It's a reliable <laughs> source. Dude, you might as well get it from Wikipedia. Oh, okay. ESPN, Discovering OBJ. Browns learn he's not the guy everybody thinks he is. Dude, I'm telling you, it's legit. It's legit. I'm not, I'm not joking. No, if, anything, if anything, he's going to the Patriots or something like that. All right. So Tom Brady rushes for a touchdown. One-yard QB sneak. Pass ah, yes. Halftime. All right, so uh, to wrap up our NFL talk here, let's get into a little bit of our fantasy update. Yes. Um, so pretty much uh, what we got going right now, I'll just I'll run through the uh, place uh, places of everybody in the league. Uh, Deaver is currently occupying the first place spot. Who? He, Deaver, you are currently occupying the first place uh, position in our fantasy oh. league. Whoa. Oh, first place. Okay. Oh, stop it, Tony. <laughs> How many times do you want me to say it? What was my number? What was my draft rate? Oh, A plus. Oh, that's yeah. weird. Uh, in second place, we have DJ Nader. He also has a four and one record. He's tied uh, record wise with Deaver, but Deaver is pushing him aside with uh, points four total. Um, in third place, we have Auto Draft Piper's team, who <laughs> never touches fantasy um, on a weekly basis, and he's currently in third place. And then uh, we have uh, Mead's team in fourth, and then we have No Brainer Wagers in fifth, myself uh, in sixth, and uh, we have Bryce in seventh, and Jimbo in Jesus, eighth. I'm in last. Oh my <laughs> god! Commissioner Garadin is in is in I, eighth. I, you and Bryce have you, you had a tough it's game fixed. past couple weeks playing me. Already, have, already, have, already have a ton of points on that with the Pats defense. So the Pats defense, I think, was the steal of my draft. They weren't the top one off the board. You got, you know, the Rams going. You had a, a bunch of other teams going first on defense. The Patriots, though, I'm telling you, the strength of schedule is very, very bad. Very bad. And I like to look at that when you're going up against, you know, when you're picking a defense. It was late. It was like, I, honestly, I suck at fantasy football, so I don't even know what I'm talking about. This is my first time I'm ever, like, doing well. It'll probably all blow up my face when one of my quarterbacks get hurt. But <laughs> I don't know. Patriots defense, I'm riding them. They already have a defensive touchdown tonight. Special teams touchdown. Pump block returned. Um, so I'm riding it. I'm talking all the smack in the world because I can right now with fantasy. And um, we'll leave it at that. Bush, I have a shit you don't do for this week. Go on. I have a it's shit a doozy. you don't do. And it is a doozy, dude. I We were rolling on the floor and laughing. So it was... Sunday night, post-Eagles game, we were watching the um, the Chiefs versus the Colts. And obviously, we kind of kept the party going, had a little fire going. Uh, we are watching the game outside, a um, couple more couple more Bud Lights. And um, I don't know, I guess I guess from the, the day, the excitement, the travel, me getting a little bit of sleep, I, uh, I was like, dude, I have, a, I have a headache. Bryce, you have any, you have any Advil? And he's like, I think, I think we do. So, dude, I felt like 15, 20 minutes go by. And, like, I, I've totally forgot that I even asked for Advil. My headache kind of started going away. 
and all of a sudden Bryce comes back and sits down and he puts he puts his hand out. So I put my hand out. I receive what he's giving me. M&M's. Bryce is giving me M&M's. I was kind of hungry. I popped it. I mean, it was a handful, dude. It wasn't like one or two. It was like six things that felt like M&M's. So I popped them directly in my mouth because obviously I love M&M's. Start chewing them. The conversation keeps going. I'm chewing these M&M's. We're talking. I take a sip of my beer. They're still in my mouth. And I'm like, dude, these taste so bad. What? I'm like, Bryce, <laughs> I'm like, Bryce, what are these M&M's? <laughs> He's like, are you chewing them? <laughs> <laughs> they were Advil. He gave me like he gave me like four Advil to take for my headache, which I don't know why he gave me four. I think you're supposed to only take two at a time. He gave me four Advil to take, and just it was dark out. I was kind of hungry, but also it was like 20 minutes removed of me asking for said Advil. I popped my mouth and chewed up all these Advil. So I immediately <laughs> spit them all out all over the floor. The guy, we were we were rolling on the floor laughing. Please, folks, if somebody gives you something, check it before you eat it, I guess, is, is check what you're eating. I totally – I thought they were M&M's, man. Dude, that is unbelievable. So, so then – so, 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 right? This is well, the best that, part. You so this is the best part. Out, right? Yeah, so I spit, I spit them out. I took a sip of beer, like kind of like you know, swash it, spit that out. Like I was, I was fine. My headache went away instantly, obviously. And uh, we're sitting there for another like couple minutes, like music's going, watching the game still. And Bryce just starts bursting out laughing. And we're like, what? What? I think he was crying. Bryce, what? He was crying. I think he, he laughed was... so hard that he started crying. He was crying laughing. I'm like, what? What? He sa- he's like, I went on Google and I searched because I felt bad. What happens when you chew a bunch of Advil? And the first link said, in all caps, never, ever, I repeat, ever chew your Advil. <laughs> Dude, that's that's a hell of a shit you don't do. Honestly, um, impressed that one uh, you were able to munch on those things. I'm pretty sure they're like hard. Like when you bite, <laughs> they're like mini jawbreakers. I'm, sh- I'm surprised you didn't shatter your teeth on them. Um, but uh, yeah, dude. I mean, power power to you. Power to your jaw. Good stuff. Um, yo, so to all the fans out there wondering where the hell our beer reviews have been um, tomorrow night. So this will be for you probably. Oh Jesus! Yeah, you'll you'll be able to check this on Instagram if you haven't already. Yeah. Basically, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so you'll probably you might see the beer review before you listen to this. Whatever, we're gonna be at Hard Rock tomorrow night. Um, we're doing a live beer review on IG. Check us out. Um, and then Saturday night, boys are getting together for the Flyers game um, at a local at a at a local venue hall. Uh, as Diva and I discussed. So so. T- quickly i mean i feel like we're going off a bunch but we haven't been with each other in a little bit and this stuff is just i don't know it's just funny it's our, it's our day-to-day justin we're talking about our plans this weekend bush is like is like we're lo- we're linking up for saturday night saturday night's linking up to be the night flyers play away they're at vancouver so late start 10 o'clock perfect bush is like let's head to a uh let's head to a venue to uh to watch the game and he says venue and i'm thinking like xfinity live the sports book in Atlantic City, like Chickies and Pete's, Chickies and Pete's, like in the city. I'm like, oh wow, a venue, okay. Like, I'm down, I guess, right? It sounds like a night out. He's like, yeah, I'm thinking. Uh, and he named two of the local, <laughs> the local spots. And I'm like, you call those venues, dude? They're just, they're <laughs> bars. They're they're dives. They're the venues. So we worked out that Saturday night we'll be at a local. What was it? A local, uh, a local luxurious venue hall is where venue uh, dive bar <laughs> hall. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, basically, five exactly. minutes from our house. 
So catch us at either, uh, for our local listeners, catch us at uh, PJ's in Medford or Ott's in Medford um, because those are the local luxury holes. Uh, (laughs) We will be there for the Flyers game. uh, So come hang out with us uh, and we'd be happy to chill and talk, maybe get some content with you if you're interested. Um, So, yeah, come meet us Saturday night. Too much, Bush. Local luxury holes. That's like an ad that pops up on a bad website you're looking at. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, that's great. Uh, it's unfortunate because I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes episode eighteen of the Free Parking Podcast. Thank you all, four hundred followers. Edition of Hammonds, a different edition of Office Jockeys to the mix. Excited to uh, push out some of the, their content that they're uh, always producing, guys. Love you. Love the listeners. Lasting thoughts. See you at 500. Yep. (laughs) See you boys soon. See everybody soon. All right. (laughs) Thanks, y'all.